Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Check two. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. I have a great guest, an awesome episode. The vibes are high and great with this one. Uh, very funny. Uh, she has a special out right now, single black female right now on Amazon. She's on, been on Comedy Central, several specials. I've known her for a while. I first saw her on this, the Chappelle's show. She's an actress. She's been in Amy Schumer films. Uh, please give it up for Marina Franklin, everybody. Hi. <laughs> that, that, that low, hello. Hello. <laughs> it's like all this hype, hello. <laughs> Let me know if I freeze too, Rob, because my internet is it, kind of wonky. I know, I, I know. Freezing, like, is so, you know, it's, it's in the now. <laughs> it is the now. It's part of the gig is the... Oh, you yeah. Don't know, <laughs> you don't know if it's them or they're just break it or they're really good. Oh, there it goes. Did, uh, did it do you, it? It did it a little bit. Do you think it's just we got to stay super chill? Or is it when it's funny. It's like nuts. when I move, yeah, it does that. But it's also like, I think my, am I doing it again? No, no. I was just checking oh. if we're recording and we are because I'm a little high. You know what's interesting? Every time I say I'm freezing, I freeze. So it's the FBI possibly. Or it's your powerful brain. Trying to bring a black system down <laughs> through the Zoom chat room. <laughs> There are, I know, I know. It's a tricky time right now, Marina. Uh, they're coming through the Zooms. Yeah, I know what they try to do. <laughs> all, it's all plotted. It's all against us, man. Uh, but, yeah, but, we're, uh, but we're rising up. People are rising up. Millions of people out on the street. Rob, you look like such a child of the 70s. This is why I've always <laughs> loved you. Look at you right now. You're, you're like, <laughs> you definitely would have, you're my best friend now. You're one of my best friends, but you definitely, as a kid, would have been my best. Yeah, you definitely, when I see you around comedy, I always, you are my playground friend. Like, I would definitely come and hang out with you, and we would definitely uh, share a fruit roll-up during uh, school <laughs> break, for sure. Oh, the fruit roll-ups. Oh, they're good. When, yes. they, uh, when you get a fresh one and peel it out, um, they and they actually are made of real fruit. Uh, did I you mean, rock any fruit today? Did you have any fruit today, Marina? No, um, I had frozen blueberries on in my in my steel cut oatmeal. Oh, nice! I so like it wasn't like cut. the. It's hard to get blueberries. Yes, or fresh ones. But when you have a batch, when you have a big bucket of it, I just like a good handful of blueberries. Mm -hmm. uh, I used it, to hate blueberries because I used to pick them, you know, back in the slave day. <laughs> you were like, you know, it, it take the that trauma, man. The trauma, <laughs> this fruit, fuck this fruit. I got blueberry I trauma, Rob. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
It's heavy. It's heavy. Mm. Uh, but blueberries on the, and you did the steel cut oatmeal? Takes a uh, while. Yeah. Did you do the steel cut? Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Is that your morning ritual? Steel cut oatmeal? It depends. I mean, I don't have a regimen. That's part of the problem is like, it's kind of like I wake up and I go, oh, that's right. I have to do breakfast. <laughs> um, and then I do, um, I say, um, <laughs> um I'll um out with you. I um it out. It's hard. It's hard to plan. I've never been that, you know, person who plans meals ever. And yeah, as and you are a successful comedian. I appreciate your time on here, and you're always hustling, and you're always on television. You're always so are doing you. something. You too. Uh, yeah. I, thank you, Marina. Just uh, just to have you as my peer over the years, it's just a, it's been awesome to see you grow. But I know, um, yeah, you're a hardcore club comic. Like you've been doing the cellar and the comic strip, and that's when I first met you. Like you were, uh, we just had Marina, we just had Mark Theobald on but you were also on the Chappelle show. Tell the listeners which sketches you were on the Chappelle show. Cause that's when I first, when I met you, we were both in our twenties. Yeah, we were young. We were young. We were Boston both, Comedy you, Club actually, that's where I first saw you. Yes. But I don't think you saw me. <laughs> but I remember I, when they brought you in and I was like, it, it, cause it felt like they brought you in. Yes. And they were like, this is gonna be our guy. <laughs> and you had a short haircut and that Rob would not have been my friend as a kid. <laughs> that was a different guy back then. Was um, I like, what was my vibe back then? You had a short haircut. Um, you looked like, like they were prepping you to be like the next Dane Cook. <laughs> that's that's just my perception i i'm pr i was probably wrong but that's no just how no you're kind of right on but it wasn't it didn't really fit my vibe and but that's yeah. what i also saw i said because i would see you in interviews i go this guy is different from what they're trying to do to him yeah. which is very fascinating and i i watched it and then when i think we action i was like haha i'm in <laughs> I get to find out what's the real Rob. <laughs> but yeah, the Chappelle show. Who knows who what that what that guy's all about? I know. Uh, the Chappelle show was, you know, I auditioned for it through uh, Jason Steinberg's office. Yep, the Steinberg. And I was working at the Boston at the time. I was not a mainstream act, not really, and. I remember at the time I did not, I couldn't stand Neil Brennan and he would come in and he, I was always thinking he was just so arrogant and I auditioned for the show, not knowing who he was, not knowing he was like Chappelle's, but I didn't know anything. And the next day I saw him at the Boston comedy club. He was standing on the rails and he goes, I know, I know what you think about because <laughs> he knows, <laughs> you know, at the Boston, you could give certain people your, like, I don't like you vibe because it's such a, you know, that back wall of comics. We could all be like, um, yeah, you know. this is the old Boston Comedy Club. Just for the listeners, like, uh, it was just a stronghold in where uh, Dave Chappelle, Patrice O'Neill, 
uh, Dave Attell. It wasn't the Comedy Cellar, but it was the Boston Comedy Club. And it was a little bit around the corner. It was a little bit grimier. And it was a little younger. No and one was managing it, really. Nobody was time. managing. So there was no politics. You know, there was zero. Po it was mostly like complete street comedy vibe. Like if you didn't like somebody, you just didn't. You didn't have to kiss anybody's ass there. Like and I was not kissing Neil's ass at all. And he said it to me. He goes, I know. <laughs> I know what you think about me. I'm here to tell you, you got the part. So it's OK. And it was like, it was so funny because I was like, oh, my God. I didn't really treat him right. He's probably not going to give me the part. And he was like, you can relax. You got the part. You killed it. And I was like, oh, oh, that's how I found out I got it that day. And it was like, wow. Okay. And, you know, at that time, Chappelle wasn't like, he wasn't what he was really. I mean, he was still like funny and everyone knew who he was, but the Chappelle show was just starting really. So it was like just, you know, and I was young, so I didn't understand what was about to happen, but I was just excited to be a part of something. And then when I got there, I did the, uh, the whack Arnold sketch where, you know, originally I was supposed to play the woman who plays his wife. Mm -hmm. You know, you probably didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm not sure which one yeah. that is. I, I remember you yelling about the McDonald's. I remember that line. Yes. So my line was, ew, nigga, you smell like French fries. <laughs> and then the later scene, I say, punk, bitch. It's just two lines, really. And it, it just resonated with a lot of people. Like, they it thought popped. it was so funny. It was and funny. Because so, he's, you know, he's coming home from work. The whole premise is, you know, McDonald's in the black community and you get a job and they're mocking the whack aren't the McDonald's sketch where, you know, in your community, you could get a job. And so it's like, hey, you know, um, hey, Calvin, Calvin's got a job because that was the McDonald's sketch, but they couldn't say McDonald's. So they said whack Arnold's. <laughs> and so then he's he's an example he's coming home from work he's feeling really good and then he crosses these girls you know like very typically harlem type young teenage black girls they're dressed you know like colors matching and they got their hats it's very harlem yeah i mean down to the t they had those outfits and then I say that line. He walks by. He's feeling good about himself. And I was like, ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. So it just breaks the whole <laughs> momentum of Calvin's got a job. <laughs> and it was so much fun to go, punk, bitch. You have no idea how much that is to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. and um, Cathartic in some ways. Yeah. It was the best part. Because at first I, I thought I was going to get to play his wife in that scene. But they got the woman who was actually in Dead Presidents to play sort of the spinoff of what they, the joke, the joke inside of a joke. Yeah. Wow. You no, know, which was from Dead Presidents. Her yelling at him about not having a job and all that stuff. And she's the <laughs> actress. Um, I forget her name, but she's amazing. She was in, um, in um, Blade. She played, oh, wow. she was in Blade. She played yeah. the, the black actress. Oh my God. She's incredible. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah that, so I, I was I like, okay. I remember you just killed that scene. And it was just so well-timed. And uh, yeah, it was shot like on a stoop in New York. So it just had this like 
just that era of the Boston Comedy Club has a very New York memory. And I'm like, was that for real? Did that all really? And then the Chappelle show blew up and I saw you guys. Uh, yeah, that was the first. I remember you had a night, a comedy night. And Mondays. Mondays, yeah. And right when Blue I got this is Mondays. Blue Mondays. And uh, Barry, I just got off of uh, Last Comic Standing and I signed with Barry Katz because like everybody was after me. So, but Barry, I don't know. I got pre I, not pressured, but it was. Uh, I think I wanted to come to New York eventually because I'm East Coast and I'm from DC. But uh, nobody would headline me like right after Last Comic Standing, and I was on TV like a bunch. But I was only three years in, and right. uh, it was just weird timing. But Barry was like, "I can get you spots every night in New York if you come to my club." So I just I, I, that's where I got to see. And it, the coolest thing was it was like 2003 and four, and that was just a magical time for like stand up in New York City. That was like Tough Crowd, uh, Last Comic Standing, and Chappelle Show all kind of exploded during that time. These are very like raw shows, o not overly produced, I would say. Not no. in the box. <laughs> They're outside the box shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me about this new TBS show. What is it all about? I didn't, you know, they don't show TBS in New York, which is crazy. What do you mean? I get it's it. It's not on the general cable here in Brooklyn. I, I get it. What kind of cable you got? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have good enough cable, I guess. Because I also did, don't have ESPN either. I did you ask the, them? I got to check them. I, I mean, I only mess with Netflix. But, uh, you know, you can get programs, you can select, if you select a certain package, certain shows get. I know, you gotta select these packages these days. Are you saving money? You saving money, Rob, it's okay. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. it together, I'm getting it so together. So that's why. Uh, but what's the TBS vibe? Do you like doing this show? What it went down? Are you battling? Is it like Last Comic Standing? It, it, they said it's not, that's what they told us. <laughs> it's starting to feel like a little bit like it is, but it's not. It's a, it's definitely different in this way. We're at home making our own videos. Yes. And so um, it's up to us to really uh, create the content and put the content up and, and, and to, so it's all of our work. All of our work is editing, content, costume, <laughs> makeup, <laughs> you know, uh, so you're doing, so all of the videos that they're presenting on TBS, it's a bracket form. It's like sports, which I didn't even understand. It was funny when they explained it to me because I don't watch sports unless I have a guy in my life. And since I don't have a guy in my life, there's no excuse. Like, I don't have to pretend, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't watch sports. I haven't had a real constant guy in my life for some time, so I have not watched. So I didn't know when they said bracket style competition, I didn't know what they meant. So now I get it. It's like you go head to head with another comic from the East Coast or the, you know, I'm in the East Coast, they're in the West Coast. They've done their sketches at home or whatever they plan to do. And then I've done mine at home and then I submit it and then they present it. Wow. So all of the things, like, for for anyone who's listening or watching, this Sunday, you can vote for Marina Franklin, kind of like voting for Barack Obama. Yes. 
Vote Marina Franklin all the day. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, I'm up against a very funny um, comic, um, and she, but she has more followers than me. So oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Who what's going to happen. Against? Um, Fortune F- Feinster. Well, how do you say her name? Yeah, Feinster. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, funny. and she's so funny. I mean, yeah, I look up cool. to her. I think she's really funny. Um, I actually told her when I met her, I said, I've really enjoyed your, your comedy because, like, the first time I saw her was, I think, on Last Comic Standing. She had this joke that, like, was about revealing that you're gay without revealing it, you know, because she's telling her friend, I just want to be your best friend. And it was just it, – it was the funniest joke ever. <laughs> so I'm going up against her, and, you know, if I – if you know it's it's i'm nervous you know but i'm i'm excited for people to see my my yeah. bit that's all i'm excited about and if i oh no unfreeze then, then you love am i still frozen no now you're good what did i freeze a couple of times <laughs> you froze like in your most passionate moment See, that's exactly <laughs> when it does that. It's it does also that. because it's the white man comes in and freezes. I up think the it's zoo. also during the day. Mm-hmm. People are using the internet for classes and everything, so I oh, think that's yeah. part of it. Yeah, completely. my bandwidth, man. It's my bandwidth. But yeah, <laughs> it's like this: if you vote for me, you like black people. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm doing Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> uh, completely. Uh, so yeah, the, it's exciting that you're going to be on TV and that you're getting, you're staying busy during super quarantine and you don't have the COVID and you're safe and you just, you released a special. Let's just talk about what you just, this like past week you got on fire, Marina. I had to grab. I have before. no idea how that, yeah, it was crazy. It was like during a pandemic all of a sudden. All of a sudden and you go, you, cause you had a special. And it was on, but then it got re-released. Somebody else picked it up and put it out yeah. there on a big platform on Amazon. Well, on, Everybody uh, check it out. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's been on Amazon for a South year, but CW Net, the CW Network picked it up and aired it. And that's what happens. Like you do, you'll shoot a special and you'll just wait for whoever wants to come on board to come on board. And so the CW came on board and they, they put it out there and it was, my sister sent me this text to say, yo, bitch, you rated number five. And I was like, thank you. Thanks for sending me that. I had, I don't, I don't, it's not the work I do. I just, you know, I'm happy that it's out and I was getting all these tweets and then, you know, Sarah Silverman, who is a very good friend and just, just really a sweet person like she was wondering for a while what was going to happen to my special so when this happened she retweeted it um i didn't ask her to retweet it she just did it and um because i didn't even know when it was going to air that's the funny part so i just rushed to promote it and then she retweeted it without me even knowing and then i was like why are all these people following me all of a sudden and that was sarah Sarah Silverman. She put me on the map that way. Wow. The power of Twitter is just, that's super cool of her. Um, but the power is just so crazy. Sometimes it works, but some people, I mean, she's so up there. It's like, she has what, like 8 million or 11 million people. Hmm? 
How many people, she must have a lot of Twitter followers. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I never really looked at it, but you know, I was just so amazed. No worries. Uh, this you know, is you a... always feel like you're a bad person when that happens. <laughs> I know. No one I... forgives you during this time. They're, I was like, you're, you're so nice, Rob, because everyone else is like, how come you haven't figured this out? <laughs> yeah, I, I still, am, I didn't know anything about Zoom. This is a whole new world to me. And Twitch, hmm. I'm just learning that stuff. You're gamer I, supreme. I did know about Zoom only because a couple of my guests from my podcast um, that are older use Zoom. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, this is old folks stuff, you know? <laughs> so I never really logged on to it. Yeah. And now everyone's using it. And I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I, I see why old people, I think that's why I use it. It is dummy proof. Like it is the most simplest. As long as you could just like get in there, it is simple to get in and out and record it. And you got the files. I was like, oh, this thing works awesome. Ever However, my favorite and what I use for um, my podcast, Friends Like Us is, um, look how I just dropped that in there. Yeah. You got a great podcast. I don't care. Uh, plug it up. Uh, Marina has a great podcast called Friends Like Us. Check it out. And it's celebrating unique voices and African-American voices and female voices and funny voices. It's dope. And it's, uh, we use Squadcast as a platform, mm -hmm. which is better audio, um, has more, I guess, megahertz or something. I don't really understand that part of it, but that's what my guy told me. <laughs> oh, does your podcast, because you've been going hard with uh, friends like us for like, is it three years now? Five. Five years. Yeah. And I always, I loved how you just kept it consistent. And you're like, Rob, I'm writing the sitcom, but I'm just, I remember when you just started it. And it's just like how I started this one. I started just by myself. I kind of did the Bill Burr route. I just ran it for an hour and smoked a lot of herb and uh, drank a lot of coffee and uh and just started enjoying it but now i just started getting guests because of the zoom yeah every time you say herb i'm gonna smoke a little herb yeah smoke some herb i haven't uh, done this today because i've been cooking mm, what are you cooking i love cooking i made some crazy something crazy for lunch but go ahead by the way i don't usually smoke this herb during the day because this is stuff puts me to sleep yeah yeah. You know, this is the heavy stuff. This is called, uh, I think it's called babe cake in your face or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting crazy. I have this say, one called on. Bob Saget right now. Bob Saget? Yeah, it's good. It's called the Bob. You should check it out. The Bob Saget. What does it like, say? What, are you, what do you got there? Cake in the face? Cookies? I Look at you. You got stuff. the jar. I keep my stuff sealed, yo. Yeah, you do. You know you gotta what you're keep doing. that shit fresh, yo. <laughs> Jungle cake boogie. Ah, ah yeah. yeah. That's Jungle, yeah. Jungle cake boogie, baby. <clears throat> that sounds like a '70s strain right there. <laughs> <laughs> shit knocks you out. That's oh, I'm for sure. sure. I mean, you got the jar. You know it's good when it's got the jar. You got it in the well, jar. Well, no, the jar didn't come with it. <laughs> I bought that jar because <laughs> I, I was like, you know. Uh, my cousin in LA, he always, he showed me every time I would go out to his house for Thanksgiving, people, you know, he's a chef. Oh, wow. Like I don't eat meat anymore, but 
man, his stuff is ridiculous. His ribs and stuff, uh, he just falls off the bone. But what good. I really go for is that drawer full of weed, man. And he has it vacuum suction, you know, containers. Yeah, I watched yeah. him do it one day. I was like, <laughs> I was amazed. I was like, that shit's awesome, man. So like one Thanksgiving, I went to his house. I didn't do nothing. I was in Ventura, California. I just sat on his couch, killing flies with an electric fly swatter, high as fuck. <laughs> and, and you had one of the did. best afternoons of your life. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, because he was at work, so he's like, just, you know, whatever you need, it's in that drawer. You know where to go. You know where to go, cuz. I got you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a whole new industry. Yeah, I started in California. So I started when you saw me, I had already been in San Francisco like for four years, but I was from DC. So when I got out to California, and I loved herb, but I never experienced herb like that until I got to California. I was like, Oh, man, this is amazing. Yeah, that California weed is all right. It's yeah. the best. It really is. There's no New York weed feels like someone did something to it. Yeah, no, New York, New York's a coke town. That's the thing. New York is, is a coke town originally. But I mean, herb is coming in and it's good. But California, that's where the hippies come from, man. That, that is the hippie shake. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It all, it all comes from, not all of it comes from. Uh, I had a boyfriend at the time, Rob, that I oh, was at. Wow. Well, wait, oh no. The next time I went to my cousin's house, I had a boyfriend at the time who was, he didn't smoke, he didn't drink. He was in the program, okay? Yeah. And he went with me and I forgot. Oh no. I brought him. his ass and he and he's not he wasn't one of those that just could just sit by while you did your he was always like judging you. <sighs> and I completely forgot when I brought him to my cousin's house. He he ruined the whole trip. Oh. Do you know what I did though? I dropped him off at this kung fu place because he used to do kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped him off at the kung fu place. Yo. I said, I found a I found a place for you to do your, you know, your stuff. Yo. He was like, Oh, thank you. Dropped his ass off, went back to my cousin's house, went to that drawer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I got yeah. high as shit. I forgot <laughs> though, I was gonna have to pick him up. <laughs> that was the that was the problem. Honey. Honey, um, I'm out here. It was the Uber back then. Uh, Uber wasn't the thing. So I couldn't say, you know, I had. Yeah, couldn't bring them back on the Uber. Oh. And it was a lot of sun out. Yeah. And I was sitting there with him and the sun was in my eyes. And he was like, hey, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I was the worst. I still remember trying to play it off. It was horrible that experience. <sighs> he just ruined it, ruined the whole trip. I know that's the bummer. Is everybody else? It's not you. It's society and everybody else. Because to you, it's like, oh yeah, I'm having a good time. I actually like looking at this tree, and I'm feeling the breeze. And Don't he didn't me. just say that. He would also do a judgment thing. He would go, huh, huh, huh. Yeah. I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm glad you got rid of him. You don't need that vibe around you, Marina. I kind of uh. miss him. No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? It was like, I kind of miss him, really. <laughs> he was great. 
Chris. He goes, yeah, I was going to tell you, leave him at home next time. Leave him at home. <laughs> what was what was your cousin do out in L.A.? Chef. He was a oh, chef. Oh, yeah, the chef. You were, so that's I mean, what you're he, saying. He was a, um, a dean of discipline at a college, but it was that's why he actually was stressed out. So yeah. he was actually, you know, because this was this was before the shooting that happened at one of the colleges out there. And so he was dealing with that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, people on campus and, you know, assault, rape victims, gun violence, all that stuff he was dealing with. So, you know, he had a medicinal weed. <laughs> yeah, even then to get through, yeah, it's kind of like a microcosm. Any college is like a microcosm of society. Same thing with military. So if you're the person that's like got to be responsible, you know, that's like being the president, like, or not the president, but you know what I'm not saying. This president, not yeah. this president. <laughs> not this president. This president, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know I what know. tea he drink. He, they need to get, they need to sneak some herbs up in that tea or whatever he likes. What is it, McDonald's? McDonald's, I don't know. I think he's all Ritalin and Ego or uh, Adderall. That's what the kids are taking these days. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's Where's your much. questions, Rob? You got line up of questions. Oh, I got great <laughs> questions. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to ask, what have, what have you been listening to? That's what I like talking about, stretching. I mean, you told me about steel. Uh, I like the oatmeal. That's nice. Do you do that every morning? No, I don't do that every morning. I you do, do coffee every morning? Coffee is a must. Okay, do how, do you, how all, do you do it? All day long. Yes. Um, I grind the coffee beans. So you get beans. Where do you get your beans? From Seattle. I have it delivered. No way. You got your own place roasted from Seattle? Yeah, a small called, place you found? A small place that I found. That's the, the, um, I have a friend from Seattle. A fan of the podcast friends like us and i would always talk about coffee on the podcast so she sent to me as a gift this coffee from and i can't even remember it right now because it's like i'm high you know yeah but it's up there somewhere it's um, from your podcast from seattle cool fan. from seattle and they deliver to me and yeah. i get like i'm a regular subscriber <laughs> to their to their coffee beans and then i also have coffee beans from the farmer's market on 110th street that I go. Do you like a dark, do you like it like French press? Do you like it really dark or do you like your coffee light? No, I like my coffee dark and dark. I like it French press tasting. I don't French press it, but I, I grind it enough the way I make it. There's no filter really. Yeah. Um, so I like it. Yeah. It has to be fresh grounded coffee beans. That's There's no like, you know, if I'm, if I'm very rarely does this happen where I'll use the grounded, you know, that's been just kind of hanging out for a while. Very rare. I, I'm upset with that. I know. I know when you go to the bodega or you go to the store and it's already ground, cause then it gets stale. Like some of that stuff will end up stale. But if you get, if you're, you're advanced Marina, if you're crushing beans, you know what you're doing. Uh, well, easy. We, you just grind it. You grind it. You got. I got the electric grinder. I got it. It's all measured out. I put them in there. And then one day, I I put my weed in there. Yeah, it goes oh, right good. together. <laughs> it's gonna work out. It's I was like, oh yeah. Work. 
That's perfect. Uh, are you messing with oat milk? What's your What's your dairy product? Are you going no dairy? You like your coffee black? I use uh, milk. Milk straight up. I uh, I mean that name of the brand, mm. isn't it? It's like non dairy milk. Oh wow! And it's called Milk. Cool. You haven't seen it? No, it's non dairy oh, milk, but it's called. Look, milk. look how small out. my apartment is. I can actually oh malt. I can actually go and come back. A <laughs> <I'm> mulk. <laughs> I love it. Does that work good in cereals? Yes. It's, oh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. very it's organic. I love that. And it's non-dairy and it's delicious and it's it's better than the other like almond milk. It's almond milk, yeah. I yep. make my own almond milk too. What? It's so easy. You just How do you make almond milk? You get almonds? Almonds. You just take you take like a cup of almonds, sit them overnight in water, and then the next day, you put you drain that, mm -hmm. you know. Then you put in the um, blender with a cup of water, and you put like a, a t uh, like a tablespoon of syrup or date syrup oh. and olive oil. I mean not nice. olive oil. Sorry, no, scratch that. <laughs> Coconut. <laughs> coconut oil gotcha so coconut oil um or date syrup mm -hmm. syrup almonds overnight rinsed and then water a cup of water that's it and you just blend it and you're good and get a nut bag a nut bag wow you got you are advanced the nuts you know yeah. when you put those nuts in there and then you just What's your favorite nut Looks right like now? Like it's nutting all over. Yeah, nut that's great. <laughs> What's your favorite? I've been going. I've been going hard on unsalted peanuts and walnuts. Where are you going? Almonds are too hard for me right now. I'm not messing with almonds. Are you? What, what's your What's your nut game all Brazilian about? Brazilian nuts. Oh man, those big ones. Yeah, those big Brazilian nuts. Where do you get? <laughs> where do you get some of those big Brazilian nuts from? Ah. <laughs> You've been in quarantine. Marina's, Marina's been quarantined a little too long. <laughs> I got me some big Brazilian, Brazilian nuts, nuts, son. Now, you know what it is? They got a I, comedy oh. scene in Brazil. Somebody, I might interview this comedian in Brazil. He's been hitting me up. Oh, yeah? Have you been down there? I've never been down there. No, not since I've seen this. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on I know, there. it's rough. It's very rough. rough. And then, you know, obviously now with everything going on that's not the place because it's, it's it's a bit of a mess the covid is going crazy and then the yeah it's sad because it's such a beautiful place the culture's so rich like yes. i just like the brazilian culture and the music and the dance i just think their vibe i don't know they got a different vibe that's cool well they definitely have great nuts, <laughs> nuts. <laughs> but i used it i used the brazilian nuts i discovered them in uh, the veggie lasagna I made. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I've just been doing a lot of simmer sauces, like the Indian simmer sauce. I'll get a jar of that, and I've been doing like cutting up mushrooms and peppers and putting them in. That. That's been my vegetarian ah, go-to. I just made my own salad dressing just before we uh, mm. we, talk, we chatted. What did you make? I smoked because I don't know if I would have been able. To. I made. I don't know. It was made Oil? with like vinegar. No oil. No oil. Vinegar. Yeah, it's like it's like this health book. This book says how to cook so you don't die. 
Yeah, I'm all into that. I got all kinds of And so there's no oil in it, but I mean, I kind of would have liked to put, I'm going to put a little olive oil, but it's like, you know, vinegar, um, garlic, avocado. Yeah. Um, uh, cl- let's see, I think it's like, clo- not cloves, scallions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And then there's like a mix of like, uh, natu- what is that? E- yeast or whatever. Mm-hmm. That yeast thing. Is that just to give it a cream? Is it a creamy? It sounds kind of more greeny. You want to see what it looks like? Is it a I, creamy green? It is like a creamy cream. It, it ends up like that. Yeah. Yeah. This you is, got the creamy green sauce. See that? Oh, yeah. Some good creamy green sauce that will yeah. pick you up. Um, and then you put um, lemon. <laughs> oh, fresh lemon will rock it. Fresh lemon, garlic scallions or chives and um parsley mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be turmeric i mean not turmeric um what's the stuff that goes in like um this it's uh it's that flavoring i forget what the name oh, of it yeah, is yeah sapphire not sapphire turmeric cumin i can't remember what it is yeah. <laughs> but i didn't have that so it's not in here. I was what do like, you put I ain't got it. it. What are you gonna put that on? I'm gonna put this Hot on k- kale okay. with black beans and yes. um, yeah, that's it's just gonna be my kale avo- kale salad. You know about the kale? You gotta massage the kale. Don't come oh, at I've me with rough kale. You gotta rub it down. It, well, you know, with this, it's okay. It's gonna be raw. It's gonna soak it down. Yeah, you got a lot. You, oh, you either, but uh, usually kale can be a little rough. Kale, I've learned. You know, the pandemic taught me a lot about kale. <laughs> Some people came out of the pandemic and they learned, you know, how to write. They wrote a novel or they have a whole hour of new material. Dude, I've just mastered kale. <laughs> yeah, your salad I've, game. <laughs> well, you got to steam kale if you're going to, you know, a little bit. Ooh. Steam yeah. it first. Steam it first. You put it and in then, the pan with a little water. You just, or you could put it in a pot with a little, you know, that little metal thing that sits in there, mm-hmm. whatever. I guess that metal thing's probably not safe for you, but you know what I'm saying. Yep. And you just steam it, and then you put it in the pan with some garlic a little bit and just heat it up. Oh. It's all right. Last <laughs> night, though, I don't think I cleaned the kale good enough because it's a little... I felt like I was, <laughs> I was like, is this sand? <laughs> is this some dirt? Did I just get a pebble? <laughs> I was like, this sand is all right. <laughs> you, know, you know, eating dirt is nothing wrong with it. That's you know, that dis- that's, a, that's such a horrible discovery after you've spent like f- an hour on food. I know. You hear the, you know, your teeth just crunching sand. Mm. I was wow. like, man, I didn't do this one right. Gotta wash it off, Marina. Gotta wash it off. I did. I thought I did. That's the thing. <laughs> I had it in the pot soaking and I and I rinsed it and I was like, this is what you get when you go organic. Yeah. Yeah. But you even get right. a caterpillar in there. Mm. Yum. I made it today. I had leftover taco meat and then I had leftover uh, macaroni and cheese. Oh. So I got a pan. And I put the leftover macaroni cheese and I dug a hole and then I put the, and it was chicken, right? Cause I made ground chicken. And then I, we've been just doing the old school taco night, like the packs. 
So I had the magic dust. So it was like ground chicken with the magic taco dust next oh, nice. day when it's a little bit better, it soaks in there, right? And then I put that taco meat in the middle of the uh, cheese and the mac and cheese. And then I put cheese on top of that. And then I put it in the oven at 350, 10 minutes, got it bubbling. Then I just set it, I set it out. And I just didn't, I left it there for like 10 minutes. It was so good, but I, I knew it was too hot. It needed some time. Ah, and, uh, good. and then, yeah, I ate the whole thing. It was so, it was so bad, but so good. I went all in. Lately, I've just been treating myself. Like the pandemic, lately I'm just like, screw it, I'm gonna get this nasty, big ass $7 boba tea with it's all the fixing. It's hard to do, just be like, because I used to do intermittent fasting. Yeah. It, intermittent fasting during a pandemic is 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 not I'm have not been successful. Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah I end yeah. up eating My like eating ice cream. It's gone like this. It goes like this. Sometimes I'm good though. What about your yoga and uh meditation game during the pandemic? Are you get are, I I've grown. I never did that. Oh, you gotta meditate. You know why? why? I studied theater in college and I had a really harsh British theater professor who used mm. to make us do all these like, you know, Feldenkrais. It's basically yoga, yeah. but like abusive yoga. Like it's like, you're not connected. You're not connected. How are you going to do your part if you can't breathe? Oh, you got trauma. Out of the stuff. I know, I, I know how to get you in a good place. Like with, um, with breathing exercises and stretches. I know how to do all of it. I could do it for myself. Yes. And it was so abusive for that year that I took with her. I don't even touch it. <laughs> I did it, I did it, I did it. I, uh, I trained Donnell one time, Donnell Rawlings from the Chappelle Show. Yeah, he needs it. He's always I told going. him how to do it and it, it was the funniest. Seeing him do, you know, lip, curls and breathing exercises is hilarious because it's hard for him to relax anyway yeah i've worked with donnell yeah i love him but that vibe is going all the time so imagine telling someone to breathe and he's like i'm not feeling you son you know it's like <laughs> donnell i'm the teacher he goes yeah but i ain't feeling you you ain't relaxed enough son <laughs> so i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and then his face just is funny. So seeing him roll his lips and doing all the, like he's funny without trying to be funny. So it's it was hard yes. for me to to teach him some of the the steps and the techniques I knew. But he 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 worked with me. But it was hard hard not to laugh. Hard not to laugh at him. And you you guys are both so fun. Thank you, Marina. Thank you for doing this. My new thing. My new. I'll just drop this saying on you. What does this mean? Like, this is what I've been getting into with meditation is uh, letting the mud settle. Do you know about that? Nah. That's when you're so still. Like, everybody's going so hard, right? Everybody's going hard. And so the mud, your water, and all that, all that dirt and all that stuff is always shaked up. So it's not clear. But when you calm down and you just let your mud settle, then you work from that area. Oh, I like that. You got, but and that then sounds like going to sleep. Clear. Like, would I go to sleep after that? Or you could, <laughs> but I think it's mostly just being, you know, kind of like when you get wound up. Like, I, I, I was talking to my brother 
and he works in the military. And he, like when you get wound up and you're just like, oh, this dude at work and this one and we even show business. And then you go for a walk in nature, like the minute that happens, like you ever yeah. have that? And it's just like, you don't think about any of that anymore. Like, you're just like, it's just getting back to it. It's just distractions. Just getting back to being alive is awesome and yeah. being existing just yeah. to that point because it is a blessing just to exist every moment, every second, especially the, during this and how long I've been in show. I look around, I'm like, oh my God, I'm still, I'm talking to Zooms, I'm doing, you know, it's uh, it's it's just a great thing. And I, I'm just so, so I'm yeah. so appreciative to have friends like you, Marina. Oh, I'm pr appreciative of you. I'm gonna do some mud, mud stuff. <laughs> you gotta let your mud settle. <laughs> you might already have your mud, mud already settled. I but have moments you, though when I know I'm like the mud ain't settling. The mud ain't settling when it just gets fired up. So you just always firing, firing up. But it's, when hard. You, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard. It's a hard thing to do. But if you could That's do why it, I write really I powerful. write letters. I write a lot of complaints. That's how I settle my mud. <laughs> I'll be on the down low like Karen. <laughs> That's how I settled my mind. I wouldn't mess with you, Marina. I wouldn't mess with you. I wouldn't well, mess with so you. There's so many complaints. <laughs> I just get to writing. I'm like, the mud is settling. <laughs> and they did this. And I have proof. And the picture's attached. And I actually have audio. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, settled. Settled. It's firing up. I will leave, but I, do, I should bring up, it is firing up with the women in comedy right now. And uh, we're trying to make the workplace a lot safer and just all these issues. Is there anything you want? I mean, you, you've been in this business forever. Not forever, but as long as I have. It's been bad. It's been bad. It's, you know, I, I said this to bad. my friend today. <laughs> and it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not an easy thing to say. But I think it's going to be very difficult because comedy was not born from a healthy place anyway. I mean, comedy was born out of like strip clubs and mafia joints and casinos. It wasn't like people were doing Shakespeare. A hundred percent. No. Yeah. And, you know, so a lot of these writers about this time are forgetting the history of, of comedy and where it was born. Comedy is now, you know, you know, people who are, you know, Harvard graduates and, you know, people who didn't really live rough lives are doing comedy. Unlike, I think, back in the day, it was really people who were, you know, from the streets. You know, talking about Richard Pryor. Yeah. And, you know, or people who just had, like, rough life, rough exteriors, and they were expressed themselves through comedy. And, of course, I'm sure there was the exceptions then. But, you know, that's really the culture it was not a healthy environment ever now ever. we can look at that and go we don't want to repeat that i think that's where we're at is like okay you know we've seen some things as comics coming up where we were always like at the time going that's not good but there's no one here to manage it and monitor it and so yeah, instead of holding all those people accountable because there's a lot right i mean <laughs> the list is endless of of fucked up individuals let's be honest but you can't you know you can't hold all of them accountable you know now you could just say let's let's admit that that was fucked up and let's change it yeah let's yeah, make it better yeah and for the ones you can get 
get them. Yeah. Get those get those bad boys in comedy. <laughs> that should be the next comedy show. Get those bad boys in comedy. <laughs> and we'll get a few of those bitches too. Hey. No, just shake them down. Get them. Get the bad boys of comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's getting shaked out. Yeah, it is a weird thing because it is like this competitive showbiz, a lot of money on the table thing. So like, like the gloves are off, you know, that's what it was in these weird clubs. Like you said, there wasn't a boss person to go complain to. It was just like, you're just trying to get some suit to green light the show you're on or have some booker like what you like. And so you can get some money for the next six months. So the comics are not all healthy people. No. I don't know where anyone got the <laughs> idea that the people who did comedy came from a good background, were well-intentioned, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mentally stable, intelligent, no. activists too, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. Some of them are. Some yeah. of them are activists, intelligent, and they have good mental and and that's rare <laughs> you know because it's just a hard long road you know so you can either take two routes you can either try to stay positive or you can just go bitter and just be like fuck well, everybody society has yeah. a lot to answer to they're not taking responsibility for their part in it they laughed at a lot of these things back in the day that they're now calling offensive they did and they need to also look at themselves and go oh, why did I laugh at those jokes? Or why did I go and watch this person who I kind of knew was like that? They're not, they're not being honest either. Right. You know, what they watched or who they watch is part of the dysfunction. It's why yeah. we're watching. We're not watching a perfect individual. We're watching, <laughs> we're watching monsters. Yeah, we're watching flawed individuals. We're watching flawed individuals, and some of them actually have the nerve to be brilliant at showing us how flawed they are. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it, I can't. You know what? That's because I smoke some weed. I don't even know if that made sense. <laughs> you were getting. I said I can't top that. So I'll leave it with that, Marina. You're brilliant. <laughs> And I think you're hilarious. Accidentally brilliant. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm definitely I know it's flawed. the first time. Yeah. I mean, we're all flawed. That's the thing. Everybody's flawed. And it's when you start thinking you're perfect is perfect. Look at that mirror. If, <laughs> if, I, if that don't say flawed, I don't know what does. <laughs> look at this hair. <laughs> look at that little, look at that little white kid in that painting. I should have only African stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you you kind of like a little bit of some uh is that your art where did you get that thing that's a long story you ain't got time <laughs> okay <laughs> marina has some funky art that's from the 1920s i believe my 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 uh my it's such a long my sister's brother who lived in this building who got me the apartment in this building he left that for me when he left. Nice. So that's it. I don't really collect art. I just had it. You're like, I got a picture. I'll put it up. I think it's all right. <laughs> the only reason it's up is the only, it's the only one I can figure out how to put up. <laughs> that's the only reason. Oh, the studs. I hate hanging stuff up, man. I hate. I'm not. Hate it's a measuring. skill, man. It's a skill. And it's always changing whether you get the hook one or you get the, the nail. It's uh, it's a, yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> I, can try I realized to... during this pandemic, I was like, 
when I started figuring out my space, I was like, oh, that's why you took, you took math in high school. <laughs> oh, it was actually important. I see yes. what my problem is with space. I don't know math. <laughs> <laughs> Square footage. Oh, yeah. Oh. Math, math is absolute. That's the cool thing about math. Absolute. It's Very absolute. Cool. And that's what the pandemic and all the data is coming out. And that's with the internet. And I think everything. It's like, the data's coming out and people are doing the math and like, dude, this ain't going to work out if we keep going this route. Are you doing clubs, comedy clubs? I got one booked, uh, Arlington Draft House at the last week of July, July Ooh. 31st. Is that too close? Yes. Yeah. Do you have anything you see, booked? You want to be like D.L. Hughley? I know. You got a family, man. I got a family, and you're making risking other people. So I may cancel. I'm just reading the temperature. It's the one I, love I got you, Rob. I love the Arlington Draft House. If it ain't outside, think twice. I love right. the Arlington Draft House too. I know. I'm I just the first, think. What's that? Go ahead. You're the first what? I was the first comic to ever work there. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna room. say the first one after. <laughs> I was like. Ain't that saying something? <laughs> it's no. a great club. It's a great, it's a good little scene. Yeah. Could they, could they do a Zoom one? They might, I don't know. Not, uh, I'll think about it. You know, we got a whole month. I got to weigh it out. But I'm, month, I'll take Month your... comes by so fast. They might have the, uh, they may have the shot by then. They're talking the vaccine. No, no, honey, you ain't getting that shot. Tom yeah, Hanks getting, getting that shot. I'm getting that shot. I know, some, I know Marina Franklin. E you, Idris Elba getting that shot. Yeah, you just got to make Trump a call. Trump getting that shot. <laughs> uh, Marina, I got to get break out. Uh, but thank I know, you for I see doing... the family's home now. I know, the family's <laughs> the mom, Your mom is home. It's like, it's like when you're with your friends, you're like, my mom is home, I got to go. I got to go, I didn't wash the dishes. <laughs> I got that vibe, man. I, I'm married for 12 years. That's the gig. And I got to go out and uh, visit another family. But Maria, thank you for doing this. Your schedule. I tried thank to get you, you on my very first podcast with Ron Down. I still couldn't get you. Back then, it was even hard to get you. You were busy. You're always busy. I and I appreciate busy, your man. time. I probably yeah. didn't want to see Rondell. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have everybody. I'm going to get Rondell on and I'm going to get a space and we'll do this proper. But I appreciate you doing the Zoom. Thank you, Rob. Thank right. you. Be safe, Rob. I love you. you. I love you too, Marina. Okay. Be well. All right. Bye-bye. Cuatro.